0: Hello and welcome to episode ninety-one of the Unfuck Your Biz Podcast. As always, this is your host, Braden. And today I am joined by Teresa. So Teresa, you are the owner of Event Therapy Network. I went to your Instagram grab some of your bio, or at least about the network. So Event Therapy Network seeks to elevate, empower, and educate event and entertainment professionals through utilizing therapeutic communication and strategies. So reason why I wanted to bring Teresa on, A, you guys know that I have a lot of event people in my audience, but B, 2020 has just been a very stressful year for everyone. So I thought that you might have some good insights for us. So we'll get started. How are you doing?
1: I am doing great. Thank you so much for having me.
0: And you you told me that you're at home visiting family in North Carolina. Yes. So you have like a makeshift, a little makeshift situation going on there.
1: I do. I have a bunch of kid toys all around me right now. <laughs> yeah, I totally get that.
0: Whenever, uh, whenever I go home to Indiana, my mom has really spotty Wi-Fi. So I have to go to my grandma's house yes. and record there. And then um, I usually do my video calls there and I'm in my grandma's like guest bedroom and she has like <laughs> rose, like rose covered wallpaper. And it's, it's very grandma, grandma chic.
1: Yeah. I have unicorns and hello kitty around me right now.
0: I like, I mean, I'm never mad at it like a fun unicorn. So that's fun.
1: <laughs> yes.
0: All right. Well, tell my audience um, a little bit more about yourself and what it is that you do.
1: Awesome. Awesome. So again, thank you so much for having me. I am um, the CEO of SC Visionary Planning and Production Services. So this is an event, um, a event agency where we primarily focus on cause-based events. And the reason for that is um, I also have a nonprofit called Charge Up Campaign. And we like to produce events that I I say make sense. So these are those events that tug at the heart and the mind of individuals and really support them um, outside of just having a a, a healthy and a beautiful gift bag or table (laughs) scape. So we really like to tug at their hearts and their minds. So um, with that, I created Event Therapy Network. Um, and that network was really created because as the event professional, we find ourselves in tough situations at times where we need to find ways to manage those emotions that might come through. And of course, like you mentioned, 2020 has been a roller coaster of emotions. So our event industry professionals are constantly being hit by Uh, maybe not being able to produce events at the norm or just random things. So we want to be able to support them in providing mental health support services um, where that you can still love your job um, and think outside of, you know, just producing a a beautiful event.
0: Love it. So tell us, um, just to get a little bit more insight about your event company, can you give us an example can you give us an example of a past or like current event that you've planned if you're not under like any non disclosure agreements?
1: Right, right. Well, um, I, right now we're doing a lot of virtual events, <laughs> obviously. So I actually have a, a virtual board event, a board retreat that is, that's coming up um, uh, Friday. So that's coming up on Friday. So this is a board retreat for a nonprofit organization and it allows us the opportunity to help them um, energize their board members uh, and keep them you know, moving along while this pandemic is going. So that's an event that we have going on. Um, before the pandemic, we did a lot of galas, a lot of uh, concerts, and um, again, like I said, cause-based projects such as those. And of course, you know, every so often we did our, our birthday parties, but again, we made sure that it was for a reason, a purpose, other than to say happy birthday. So uh, we do a lot of projects like that. So a lot of design is um, put into all of the projects that we do as well.
0: Love it. So between your three businesses and your travel, you sound like a pretty busy woman.
1: I am, you know, I am, (laughs) I am busy. Um, I try not to say busy too much. I, I like to be more productive than busy. And that's what I try to teach um you know those who are working with me let's not be too busy let's just be productive in whatever it is that we're doing so I, I i love
0: that yeah that that makes that makes sense for me for me a lot of what i tell myself a lot of the time when i start to feel busy is i always tell myself that pretty much everything in life is a choice even if it is. feels like an obligation it i've is. chosen to I, i've made all of these decisions because it's the business i've chose to build so that if i don't like so it anymore right. let's pivot
1: yeah, let's pivot. And this, that word has been like the word of tw- 2020 is pivot, you know. So, you know, we, we do make choices and, you know, let's be productive in it.
0: Yeah, I've seen a lot of those like um, the Ross memes from Friends this year.
1: <laughs> yes.
0: <laughs> okay, well, let's talk a little bit more about Event Therapy Network. So okay. when did you create it and how, like, what gave you the idea for it? How did it come about?
1: Well, like I said, um, well, let's just say this. First of all, um, <laughs> I graduated with a master's degree in social work. So I have been working in therapeutic services for before I moved to Georgia. So well over 10 years, working with individuals with, um, you know, mania issues and just various things. So what I found was that in working in the event industry, a lot of my clients were dealing with some of the same issues that my clients on the therapy side was dealing with. So I was u- utilizing those strategies and those tools in my event work. So, um, and it was actually helpful. Like my clients will tell you that I will give them homework, <laughs> you know, I would give them things that they can do to help them to ease their mind, to help them to just feel better about the day, whatever it is that we can do to help you to, um, you know, feel good about the decisions that you have made. So with Event Therapy Network, the first part of it was that there were clients that actually needed that additional support. So without providing them full therapy, I was able to provide them with strategies to help support and help reduce the anxiety and maybe stress that they were going through. Um, And then what happened was, was that I found that even with myself, you know, I was dealing with some, um, uh not so good feelings. And I needed to figure out how to work within and how to work with myself and my team members were dealing with some things as well. So with Event Therapy Network, if I'm feeling like this, then I'm sure there's other uh, event professionals who are, you know, feeling stressed. Um, And then just in my research, uh, you know, event coordination is ranked number six as the top stressful jobs and we're crazy enough in a sense to stay in it so we need the tools to help us to stay you know happy and joyful while we're celebrating other people so I wanted to create a network that brought industry professionals together um taught these tools to help them to reduce the stress or reduce them um the anxiety that they may be feeling um Uh, build up their businesses, because that's a lot of it right there, just not having your business in order. Um, And then also um, encourage social networking. So um, that's pretty much what I did. And I started it, what is this, 2020? So 2017.
0: Okay. So about three years ago.
1: 2017, Uh, I wrote my first book.
0: Love it. Okay, so why... Um, you probably get this question a lot or I'm sure it's something that you've thought about but what makes events such a stressful industry why does it rank so high
1: um a lot of it I think is just um working and, and dealing with the personalities of other people I mean you are taking someone's once <laughs> and I'm sorry if you hear that <laughs> you're <laughs> no worries but um you are taking what people desires and they're putting a lot of money in it so you know it's it's something that's stressful for them so it's gonna they're gonna bring if they don't know how to handle it they're gonna bring that stress to you so you're dealing with personalities you're dealing with people money you're dealing with their visions and their love so all those things um can bring about this emotion that sometimes is hard to to manage
0: so in event therapy network, what do you um, like what do you primarily offer to do you have members? Is it events?
1: Yeah, we do both. So we work off of three pillars of success as I call it. So our first is mental health and physical health. So with mental health we host today is Tuesday right So we host therapeutic Tuesdays. So these ter- therapeutic Tuesdays is where we provide um, strategies and resources and um, therapeutic support if you will to um, those who are in the event industry for, via our group on Facebook. Um, and we are actually growing into um, create a membership where people are coming in and they're able to, um, they're able to get members. I mean, they're able to get mentors. Um, so they're able to get mentors where they can be supported on the mental health side. Um, secondly, our second pillar is, uh, business wellness and financial, um, security. So on Thursdays we host our, um, business wellness trainings. So we bring on people like yourself. <laughs> so we <laughs> welcome you <laughs> bring on people like yourself to come in and, um, share for 30 minutes or so, um, you know, so, I- I- business, um, tactics that people can use because if we have the right tools in place that can help us to reduce our stress as an entrepreneur not even just an event planner or event industry professional and then 30 like i said is social networking we need to have fun you know as event planners we make sure everybody else have fun but are we having fun what are we doing right <laughs> so <laughs> let's get it together let's take off the black and put on some pink and let's put on some yellow and let's you know have a good time so i do something called beyond the black And like, uh, on the 29th of this month, we are doing beyond the black karaoke edition and it's for event industry professionals. Let's get out of the event mindset for a moment and let's jump in, in events, let's have fun. So I think, you know, just based off of those three areas, we host events and we host, um, one-on-one coaching sessions to help people strategize and process what, um, what may be, you know, um, getting in the way of, of a successful event. So, you know, those are some of the things that we do and we like to have fun doing it.
0: Okay, love that. Love the three pillars. I can definitely, of course, that second pillar I can really speak to. Would love to <laughs> yes. come talk to your people on a Thursday um, yes. because I do, I teach I teach tax strategies and I teach people how to automate their tax savings. See? And that right there, if people can get that taken care of, big stress relief.
1: Exactly.
0: Um, also, my husband is has personally told me that I should never be allowed to sing in a karaoke but that does sound very fun also
1: listen I have three songs already in order I told them I said listen I have my three songs I have SWV um SWV week I have a Mary J Blige song and then I have a salt and pepper song I am ready to go so let's let's do it (laughs)
0: <laughs> nice. Okay. Yeah. That sounds like a good time. I okay. do. That is really fun because it's not something I've really thought about. I'm sure as an, as a planner, you're so used to, to, you know, being the responsible one with the yes. clipboard, like at the event. And sometimes you need to like, just cut loose yourself. Just so
1: cut loose. Kind of I mean, yes, definitely. All right.
0: Love it. Well, let's um talk a little bit more about some of these therapeutic Tuesday topics. If you don't yeah. mind, I would love to see if we can, uh, give um some of those some of those magic stress relieving uh tips and tricks to my to my listeners. So, what are some like normal suggestions that you give as just like a 101 like mm-hmm. if someone's just just getting started trying to uh reduce the stress in their business?
1: Yeah, well, you know, one of the things uh and actually we talked about this maybe 2 weeks ago or so. Uh, we really talked about self-awareness just being aware of yourself and um, who you are. What are some of the triggers that that actually lead to stress or that lead to anxiety? Um, identifying those things, everybody is different. So what are some of the, um, the, the techniques that you can use to help you to reduce the stress? So what, hap- what works for Teresa may not necessarily work for you. So we, work, we can work through what can work for you. So one of the things that is good is mindfulness. You know, so on therapeutic, I'm sorry, yeah, therapeutic Tuesdays, we teach mindfulness. What does that mean? What does that look like? What is the difference between mindfulness and um, meditation? I teach a lot of meditation as well and affirmation building. Um, so, you know, in, on Tuesdays or just one-on-one sessions, if someone comes to me and they're talking to me about um, you know this event was very stressful i really didn't understand how to handle myself because i have all these other things that are going on the first thing that i would do with them is help help them to let's talk i will talk with them about what is actually happening In their personal life because what happens is what in your personal life impacts your business life and it's difficult to separate the two things if you don't have strategies to help you to do so so once i understand with them what is actually happening in your personal personal life that is um, triggering the issue then we'll walk through a mindfulness activity or meditation activity or journaling activity, something that is workable for you.
0: Okay. I've, I've tried meditation a few times. I'm very antsy. I feel like it's one of those things I have to force myself to do it more, but journaling, I feel like, yeah, journaling, I feel like has been really good for me because I've learned I'm an external processor and I can't, I can't always force my friends to sit down and listen to all my rambling. So instead I can just write it down.
1: You can write it down. That, that is actually one of the best ways, writing it down, going for a walk, saying affirmations. So every morning when I wake up, the first 15 minutes or so is um, meditation and affirmations. So I say my affirmations, I tell myself what my day is going to be like. I tell myself what I want to achieve. And I do that in the evening time as well before I go to bed to help debrief my day. Um, A lot of times we go to sleep with all the stress on us and we wake up with that same stress. So we have to find ways to actually debrief and writing in your journal is a great way to do it. Going walking is a great way. Um, Event therapy network, we have stress balls. Um, and those stress balls have affirmations on there, and I teach you how to use the affirm- how to use the stress balls and repeat those affirmations. So it's something as simple as "I am enough," you know. Something as simple as "I am my only limit." Something as simple as. Um, you know, I am financially free, you know. So see, these are some of the things that um, that you can say to yourself depending on what it is that you have going on, obviously. But we do have these stress balls and teach you how to use them with breathing techniques and with affirmations.
0: Nice. Do, do a lot of people use those after they get hateful emails from their clients?
1: <laughs> that they should. <laughs> and actually, you know, one of the things that I was telling my team member was that, you know, these stress balls can be used on the day of the event. Event days are probably the most stressful because anything could happen. Anything can go wrong. You you just don't know. So if you're antsy and you're you know just just not knowing what to do, you get your stress ball and just walk and do your breathing strategies as you get things together. But yeah, they definitely need to.
0: <laughs> yeah one of the happens. one of the yeah one of the tips I always tell people is of whenever you get, whenever you get an email from the client that spikes or spikes your blood pressure, you should <laughs> wait at least an hour or two before you type any response. Mm-hmm. And then you should wait at least an hour or two after you type your response before you send your response. So
1: that's right.
0: <laughs> yeah. I, I always usually recommend that they like wait a full 24 hours if they can, obviously in the event space, some things are more urgent than that, but
1: But you definitely want to do exactly that. If you can't wait 24 hours, do not send it right away and avoid as many text messages as possible because your tone of voice comes off differently via text and email than it does like via phone. So sometimes a phone call may be better than an email response. So it just kind of depends on your situation. One of the things that I do before I respond, especially if I know it could be a heated situation, I will send it to my um, my right-hand person, my team member, and make sure that she reads it because she can. Di- she, she knows the tone of it. So she can tell me like, Teresa, wait a minute, hold on, stop, stop, don't send that right now. <laughs> so yeah, you definitely, having a team member on board also helps you to um, manage some of the things that go on in the event space
0: yes love that and for the i know i know a lot of my people probably they might not have team members in that case i would mm-hmm. say like get an accountability buddy
1: that's right someone,
0: yeah someone who's at like a similar place in business and you can be like your email proofreaders
1: <laughs> that's right that's exactly right email proofreaders even text messages honey do not send out a whole bunch of text messages that is not okay Uh. Uh-uh. <laughs> yeah <laughs> when you
0: when you get problem. that when you get that like wall of text from a client Woo-wee. who's just like going off on you yeah especially Ideally, when
1: you're already busy <laughs> so. yeah
0: you're like i'm getting this time at the like i'm at the starbucks drive-thru in between errands i don't have time to be reading this text <laughs> and responding to it Oops. right, I'll
1: right, it right. You later but you know okay. what the thing is don't respond just like you said before just don't respond right then
0: yeah i think a lot of the time we feel like we owe people a response yeah. right away and that's that's not really the case i i used to be a lot better at this i need to get back in the habit. Um, but I used to batch my email, so I would do email in the morning when I got to the office, um, like right before I took quote unquote took lunch. Cause I mean, I work at home. I don't like really have a lunch break, but I make one. And then before I (laughs) close out for the day. So, um, now I don't, yeah, no, now I don't do as much one-on-one work, so I don't really get as many emails, but I think if you do have a lot of email responsibility, that can be a good way as well, because then your clients are trained as -hmm. well. They know mm-hmm. if they email you at 10 PM, that's fine, but that you have certain times where you're in the office checking and responding to email.
1: That's a great point. That's exactly one of the things that we talk to um, other members in the group about is really training your clients because um, you have to take a, 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 a stance and you have to know who you are in that relationship and they, and they will respect that if you come with that, you know, with that position. So you definitely have to train your clients Honey, yes. Yes. In this yes. industry, testing at yeah, 10 a.m., 10 p.m.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think it's, I think a lot of the time, like a lot of the times, the clients think, I'm hiring you. So, like, yep. I'm your boss and I get to set the ground rules. And then it's up to you to establish, well, you are hiring me, but I'm the one that's running. Like, you're literally paying me to run the show. And that right. starts with you abiding by my ground rules.
1: Right, right, right. But in being clear, being clear from the beginning, As to how the train is gonna you know is going to run so you want to make sure that you're very clear from the beginning and that will help if the communication piece is the biggest piece and that will help you to reduce a lot of stress in that relationship is if you are upfront from the time you start your contract or your, you know, your first session with them to your contract. Throughout the journey, you know, just making sure that you are communicating um, with one another and you understand what their needs are and they understand um, what you're able to provide. Um, so, I think that also helps to reduce stress in that relationship with clients.
0: Yes this is why this is why I'm all about contracts. So obviously, you all know I'm an attorney. I'm all about contracts, but it's more than just the legalities. It really right. is you put your communication policies in your contract, and then you can also communicate it in your client onboarding so that's what I teach people how to do in in my membership i mean it's not right. it's also it's not rocket science. like if you already have a great contract template, you can just update it. Uh, but make sure you're setting those expectations.
1: Exactly, exactly. Yeah. And and, and allow them, you got to show up, just show up with your clients. Like they will respect you when you show up, when you show up and, and let them know that you know what you're doing, you know what you're doing. And um, they, they will just respect that, you know, you just got to show up, honey. I tell my people all the time, my team members, honey, we got to show up and show out. Okay. Show yes. up and show out. And they will respect us um, in doing so, you know, they pay for it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I feel like it's, isn't it always interesting when you talk to newer business owners? Because I don't know if you have the same experience, but from my experience, newer business owners, they're almost hesitant to send contracts because they feel like they're obligating their clients to too much. Mm-hmm. And then I try to explain to them, I say, no, when you send a very well-drafted contract and you take these steps and you tell them what your policies are, it makes them respect you more. And then they yes. also feel... They also feel comforted because they just want to know like you're planning this big event for them. If you show them I'm organized, I'm running the show, I am here for you, but these are the ground rules, then they can take a sigh of relief and know that you have your, you have your own shit together.
1: That's right. And it shows professionalism, you know, it shows that you are professional, you know, in the game and, and that's what they want. That's why they are hiring you, you know? So, and you have to remember, you know, all clients aren't for you either. So you have to make sure you know that.
0: Yeah. I'm not for everyone. Yeah, (laughs) Everybody's for me.
1: And I am not either. (laughs) And it's okay. It's okay. It's okay to identify that. That's (laughs) self-awareness. Identify that, you know,
0: love it. Okay, any la- Any other like last minute um, quick tips before we wrap up?
1: Yeah, well, I think one of the things I want to make sure I tell everyone, regardless of what industry you're in, is that you have to always make sure that you're clapping for yourself. I I, tell- I teach this all the time, clap for yourself. Even if no one else is clapping, clap for yourself. Tell yourself that you are great at what you do. Build your own self up. And you will find that anything that you may have um, not done correctly, you know, you will begin to learn more about how to do it better. But you have to clap for yourself along the way. You know, you do that. That's one of the things I want to um, make sure I leave. And also focus on what's good in your business. If you're in the event industry and it seems like right now things aren't going well, you know, the pandemic, oh my goodness, I'm not getting clients. This virtual thing is a mess. Focus on what's good and figure out how can you pivot? What is it about you that you can still provide to those clients? Clients will tell you, your old clients will tell you what it is that they want and that they love. So, you know, build off of that, allow them to help you with, um, you know, with identifying those things. And then also eliminate um, eliminate any type of self-doubt because baby, you are great. You know, you are great. So eliminate that self-doubt and go for it. If it doesn't work the first time, try it again. It may work the second time, but eliminate the doubt from it. All of those things will help you reduce stress in your business, it's, it's especially the clapping for yourself. You have to smile. You have to go for it and, you know, build yourself up. I
0: love that. I, I, I really like that. Whenever, yeah, whenever I have launches and things in my business, a little bit different because it's not one-on-one services, but I always try to take at least like a moment of celebration. If that's... that's right. Maybe I'm going to go get a Frappuccino at three in the afternoon or a massage. Sometimes it's just, you know, like basking in, uh, in self glory for two minutes in the corner of your office. <laughs>
1: that's right. That's right. <laughs> all by yourself. And that is okay. <laughs> yes.
0: Love it. <laughs> that is okay. okay. Well, if people want to learn more about you event therapy network, um, all of the things, how should they go and find you?
1: Definitely. So we are, def- we have a website. So event therapy network.com. Um, my name is Teresa. You can always also find me simply Teresa.com. Our Facebook pages are, are open and it's all Event Therapy Network. So pretty much everything is Event Therapy Network as well as um, Instagram and YouTube. So we are building our YouTube page up. So we invite you to our YouTube page as well. So you definitely can find us on all those social media networks and um, our email address is um, sc visionary i'm sorry info at sc visionary services.com
0: love it so they can follow you on instagram i I am teresa go join the facebook group that's right a lot of a lot of my people are in my facebook group so i know they're already on facebook they can go join um Mm -hmm. and learn all of the things and go to therapeutic tuesdays
1: that's right. Go to Therapy to Tuesday and well, come on, let's sing. Find you a song. Let's do karaoke.
0: <laughs> okay. Love it. Love it. Well, thanks so much for joining me. Super appreciate it.
1: Oh, Thank you for having me.
0: Um, my call to action for everyone that's listening. If you haven't already, um, Teresa has a book. I now am going to have a book. So if you yes. haven't downloaded my book freebie, go to www.bradendrake.com forward slash book. Get my free chapter on LLC's super juicy and fun topic. Read it. As always, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. And I will be uh, back here in your podcast app next Tuesday. Have a good one.